All right, nice rainy day, rainy winter day. <laughs> this is one of those things that blew my mind. I never thought I would think this because as a kid I hated snow so much, but uh, rain is worse than snow. No, I don't know. I take I take rain any day over yeah, snow. I, I don't know. I came to this conclusion when I was on the west coast, and it just wouldn't stop raining. And yeah, no, I, I don't think so myself. I think <laughs> rain's worse. Like today, just I'm all wet, and my pants are wet, and my coat's still gonna be wet. Like after we're done here, I gotta go home in the cold and the wet. Like now, if it was snowing. I'll loan you a jacket like this to wear under your coat so you should be at least warm on the upper half yeah i guess yeah yeah we got some old sweaters here i brought up for neil so you can are you cold now get a, get your sweater right now i mean mostly my pants they're still wet you know but uh, i mean yeah i don't know it's just canada what can you do but yeah no it's like when it snows you know you can go outside you can do stuff rain just shuts you down it's, it's the end i should not have walked through that <laughs> but here here we are so fuck it let's watch some tv so uh this week's one is pretty famous and i was thinking you might be able to get it just uh if i just do this calling all cars car, car 54 where are you well okay maybe not calling all cars it's, uh, focus on the uh, talking into a watch I've got my transistor. My, uh, my Dick Tracy? Yeah, there you go. Uh, Dick, Dick Tracy. Tracy. <laughs> yeah. Oh, okay. yeah, I was thinking, I guess Dick Tracy doesn't say calling all cars, right? <laughs> yeah, see, I think of Dick Tracy more as a comic book right. than, than a TV show. Yeah, Dick Tracy, famous as crap. Like, uh, you know how with, uh, was it Buck Rogers, where we watched the serial and the TV show? Uh, this one also had a serial, and I was like, oh, I guess I could dig up the serial. But I didn't bother because once I looked into it more, there's so much Dick Tracy stuff. Like, that serial just the tip of the iceberg it's like and it's the same actor in the serial so okay so i can't say i've ever seen dick tracy tv show yeah for me it was uh i mean i feel like dick tracy maybe has finally kind of fallen away from pop culture but for me it was that 1990 movie oh with, with um madonna and warren Beatty. and warren Beatty and warren had that beautiful big that beautiful golden coat yeah. that he wore yeah, yeah it was the colors in that were really yeah like they were going yeah. for almost a cartoony look I don't even know that if I knew there was a TV series. Yeah, so uh, I'll give you the rundown here of my little research I did. So the comic strip debuted in 1931, and his name was originally Plain Clothes Tracy. <laughs> oh. <laughs> and then the editor or whatever was like, call him Dick, Dick Tracy. And it is, uh, definitely sticks out a lot better. But that does, I never really thought about it, but yeah, his name isn't Dick. Dick is his, you know, detective designation. He's oh. Plain Clothes Tracy or... Now he's Dick Tracy. I always presumed Dick was his first name. I mean, maybe it is also because I couldn't find what his name is, but but that's where it came from. It's like it was based on what he does for his day job. <laughs> and uh, and he's based on Elliot Ness, who I looked into him a little bit because, you know, obviously the Untouchables and everything, everything's based on him. And apparently he he wasn't really even that famous when he died. It wasn't till later people, yeah, you know. Yeah, when they made the TV series of the Untouchables with... Um, Robert, Robert Stack. Uh, Robert Stack. Uh, Elliot Ness became famous, really famous. Now, he may have had a bit of fame before that, but that television show did it for him. So the guy who made the comic strip, Chester Gould, so he drew it from 1931 until 1977. Mm, yeah. That's a fucking run. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. And it went for so long, like weird stuff happened in there. Like in the 1960s, there was what people call the space period. Where Dick Tracy actually went on like rocket ships and stuff. <laughs> okay. Yeah, because they just did the show just, or the the strip just ran for too long. They're like, we and don't. That is in the TV. Sh that's in the comics. Just in the comics. In the yeah. comics. The other thing, because you know, you think of of Dick Tracy as like such a clean cut, square jawed guy, 
But in the 70s, he had longer hair and a mustache to try to fit in with the, you know. I vaguely remember him with a mustache, yeah, and it didn't go. It didn't go over. Yeah, eventually there was a comic strip where some of his friends, like, basically held him down and shaved it off. (laughs) But, like, yeah, just that that whole style and movement was so big that even Dick Tracy was like, I do not fit in, like... You know, he must have seemed like a total, total narc, total square. <laughs> See, and he'd probably be uh, following uh, an image of a guy like Burt Reynolds. Yeah. See, he had the mustache. Right. And uh, Tom Selleck. Right. Those guys all had the big bush under the nose. So it, of course, also had a radio show, just like everything. Started in 1934, ran for ages. Uh, the serials started in 1937. They made the first proper film in 1945. And then, yeah, like I said, 1990 was the film I knew. So this TV show only ran from 1950 to 1951. Uh, Dick Tracy was played by a guy named Ralph Bird, who was also Dick Tracy in the serials. They're just like, here's the guy, here's Dick Tracy. And uh, it was criticized for its violence, <laughs> but it wasn't canceled because of that. It was canceled just because uh, the guy Bird, he just died unexpectedly of a heart attack. Oh. So, so that's why this one was not well known and, you know, stuff just didn't have a chance to get off the ground. And so they didn't make any more TVs, TV shows after that? Not that I could find, no. Like, still just movies and stuff uh-huh. intermittently. And then that one in 1990, I think, was the last big hurrah. And the comic strip kept going after Chester Gould retired with other people. But I think it's finally done, too. It all just ground down. But it took a long time. Dick Tracy was going strong for ages. And, yeah, like, everyone still knows Dick Tracy and stuff. So, yeah, guy did did good. So uh, this episode, I don't think is the first one. I think it's just a one. It's just one that I found on YouTube. So no, so there he is. Yeah. So uh, he's got the big hat on. Yeah. Doesn't have quite a square enough jaw though, but uh, but we'll see. Yeah. Well, I mean, neither did Warren Beatty. You can't have. I mean, he was he was a, literally a square in the comic. It's <laughs> like his chin was was a, like yeah. not not even Strong a ninety jaw. degree angle. It yeah. was more sharp than that. All right, so yeah, I guess we'll just watch this and see, <laughs> see what happens. What we see what we think of it. If nothing else, it's a nice excuse for my pants to dry out a little. <laughs> so, low bar, Dick Tracy. Let's see if you can meet it. 25 minutes. Yes. Yeah, <laughs> Look at his chin. You could poke someone's eye out with that guy's chin. And the nose, too. Look at that. Yeah, the big hook. Shaky secret treasure. Oh, yeah, like the cartoon turns into the guy, and yeah, that guy is not the cartoon. Yeah, it's weird to think even at this point, 1950, if the strip started in 1931, like, yeah, it's been a couple decades of Dick Tracy. Yeah, it's almost 20 years. So it's a little weird where, uh, oh, 1952, so this must have been one of the very last ones. Uh, Man, it's a little weird, too, that that actually kind of, right at the end, kind of got me, where I'm like, oh, that last twist, that's pretty cool. And then all of a sudden the episode was just over. <laughs> you don't really have time to think about it. So, uh, yeah, I don't know. I mean, uh, this, I'd say that's pretty pretty average. It's like I didn't have any problem with it, but it wasn't, like, great or anything. No, but not bad for early TV. Yeah. Because, again, in 1952, well, by 1952, you're probably getting a lot of people owning TVs by that time in the States now. And this would be American for sure. Um, but the quality was good. Yeah. Uh, the sets were <laughs> yeah. Even at good. first, 
at first I was like, okay, they're in an apartment and then uh, an upholsterer and then back to the apartment. And I thought it was going to be one of those like that Buck Rogers show where it's like, all right, we're just not leaving this one set. But by the end, there was like four different sets. Yeah, That's not that bad. Because they had the cafe yeah. and they had not just the interior of the cafe. They had the outside where they kind of very conveniently get in there. The doors were open. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> or, they, or just a quick little jimmy of the lock and they're in. So that was a that would almost be almost like a fifth set or four and a half sets. Not yeah. bad for a twenty five minute show. Yeah, you can definitely see things kind of ramping up production wise and stuff. Things like, and yeah, it had a little bit of panache. Like uh, I think the lighting was deliberate of like the super noir look of really heavy shadows and stuff. Yeah, I think so too because that would uh, you know we're, we're dealing with bad guys here and yeah. night. Everything was night. And that one shot, too, it was really cool of Dick Tracy's shadow when he was, like, confronting the bad guys. Because I do think the shadow is supposed to kind of, uh, you know, make you think about the cartoon more. <laughs> like, here's his his yeah, profile. They, they definitely put emphasis on his shadow because the, you could see the shadow of the other two guys, but they were very minimal. Whereas that was a full, almost a full body. Well, three-quarter body. And it was nice, too, because a lot of these yeah. plots, it's like they start with an okay idea and then they kind of go nowhere, where I feel like this one was a little bit the other way. It started off seeming really lame, and then it was actually kind of neat. So it's just this lady in an apartment, and these goons are ransacking the place, which, again, I just think it's weird that they did that while she was home. Like, maybe they just wait till she goes out to get some bread or something. But they're wrecking up all her upholstery looking for a, a treasure map from an old job that they did with their old partner. It was a shaky flat top and their old partner was blow top blow top and yeah i was gonna say too this is it's more down to earth than the comic strip or the warren Beatty thing where like shaky he shook a little at the end when they finally caught him but he wasn't like <laughs> out of where in like the warren Beatty one like i was saying there was like prune face had a gross face baby face had a little tiny face on a big head and like everybody flat top literally had a flat head where it's not like that in this it's just people just Well, this is just a a crime drama, but it had that twist at the end, which totally unexpected to have that girl. Yeah. So basically, these uh, these guys are trying to find. They're tearing up her upholstery because a map to a hundred grand from an old bank job is supposed to be in the in one of the chairs. But instead, they just find a note that says like this was reupholstered at blah blah blah. So they got to go to the upholstery place and they shake down the upholsterer and then uh let's see i mean i don't know i guess i could go through all the beats of it but who gives a shit yeah the part that's interesting is at the very end when they finally everyone converges where the money's hidden and you find out this lady who had the apartment wasn't just a random lady who had the apartment she was the sister of the guy who did the original bank job and so it's like the bad guys they want the money she wants the money the upholsterer has worked his way into this and he also overheard dick tracy talk about it so he's there trying to get the money he's the only one who didn't make it right he got, the poor upholsterer got gunned down in cold blood oh but didn't die right away no it came back for one last yeah. <laughs> one last little show <laughs> yeah it was funny because you think he's dead and then yeah in the climactic uh mexican standoff at the end the upholsterer comes back to life just long enough to go just shoot his gun once and like no one's getting that money except uh. (laughs) (laughs) and it's interesting that after dick tracy and his cohort arrest the two bad guys who are still left they've already shot the upholsterer nobody checks to see whether he's dead or alive or indifferent dick tracy tells the cohort call the police nobody says call the ambulance right (laughs) nobody checks checks on buddy on the floor there (laughs) 
who comes to for a little bit and then oh he's gone <laughs> yeah and i was saying too how yeah it's funny that uh that this show got singled out as violent because yeah the uh the gunfights didn't seem any different than lone ranger or whatever but you did mention yeah like they did tie up this lady and turn on the gas in her apartment and leave her yeah. to suffocate that's a little fucked up i guess yeah because she was supposed she was at that point in time we believe she was just innocent young woman caught up in this criminal activity that she had no part of and yet she's going to die this slow horrifying death by gas right so yeah that that's gonna and i do like how yeah with her character it's like one of those things where things that seem like kind of maybe bad writing turn out to have a reason like it's not just coincidence that she's in this apartment where all this criminal shit went down. And uh, and she really seemed like a cool customer the whole time. Like, she really took it in stride that she had guns held on her and was tied up and was almost suffocated <laughs> and all this stuff. And it's like, oh, it's because she's the cold-hearted sister of the cold-hearted criminal. It's like, okay, this that stuff actually makes sense. It's not just that she's the toughest dame in all of New right, York. Right, because any other, but, any other person would probably be hysterical. Yeah, you'd at least be a little shooken up. up. <laughs> and you'd be saying, I'm getting out of here. I'm leaving here. I'm, I'm dumping this apartment. If this kind of crap goes on in this neighborhood, I'm cutting out. But no, she no, she stayed. Yeah. But we know a reason at the end. And she would have got away with it, too, if it wasn't for that damn Dick Tracy. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it was, it was pretty good. And yeah. the little twist, uh, the twist in plot at the end definitely was a, uh, yeah. Yeah, it seems like one of those things, okay. like if the actor who played Dick Tracy, if he hadn't had had the heart attack and ended the show it's like i can't say for sure this would have gone on to be a big famous show but it certainly could have like it seemed like they had enough there that they could keep going with this it didn't have like like i think the the crappiest show we've seen yet was that buck rogers one like that one deserved to get canceled that one sucked where this is definitely higher value like people are trying a lot harder (laughs) yeah it's got a good it had it had a pretty good plot Right. Even though it kind of dragged there a bit. But but that's okay, too, because oftentimes when you're watching shows like that as they're trying to build the premise, and you, you've got to introduce information. Right. So, it, yeah, it drags a little bit. But it came together pretty darn fast at the end. Yeah, like, I think it's a good a good uh, sign when you, at the end of the show, like, we're like, yeah, this is pretty fun, you know, to talk about stuff that happened. It's relatively exciting. Because, yeah, at the halfway point, it didn't feel that way at all, where it's just this, like... Like, they find the upholstery thing, and they go to see the upholsterer, mm-hmm. and then Dick Tracy finds the upholstery thing, and he goes to see the upholsterer, and it's like, Jesus, this is a really boring trail of crumbs, <laughs> but, but, but it all came together. Yes, but it all, comes, yeah, it all came together, and it all made, it all was necessary, yeah. really, in order for that ending to work. You had to have, you had to be introduced to all those people. You had to believe at first that they were just innocent in everything. Right. For the effect of them, they were all crooks at the end. All of them, even the upholster, everybody was a crook. It's one of those things, though, too. It's better not to think about it too hard because now that I'm thinking about it a little bit, it's like, okay, so the original guy, he had the map hidden in the upholstery, but he knew Shaky knew that's where the map was. So he didn't want to leave it there because he knew Shaky could come find it. So he took the chairs to an upholsterer and had the upholsterer drill a hole in the leg of the chair. So instead of the map being in the back of the chair, he just moved it to the leg of the chair. Don't put it in the chair at all. Put it somewhere else. (laughs) But yeah, it's like you wouldn't think about that at the time. But then as you think about it after, you're like, what is that? What in the hell? But yeah, whatever. I have a feeling they probably just were going through like a phone book. And they're like, yeah, like what, what can we work into a 
Yes, I'm sure every episode is Dick Tracy following the clues. So it's like, where has he not followed a clue yet? A uh, pollsterer? Yeah, but think about it. You would go and how many movies have you seen where somebody goes in with a knife and totally slashes up the upholstery? Have you ever seen one where there was a hole drilled in the leg of a chair underneath the caster? No. So, I mean, that would be fine. But, I mean, again, you could just move it anywhere. I don't know. Put it in a painting. Maybe don't put it in that apartment. People I don't know. put it in paintings over there. People are always putting stuff in the back of paintings. Yeah. But, actually, i got to say I've never heard of anybody drilling a hole in the leg of a chair and sticking the map up in the leg of the chair. That's a first for me. Yeah, that part I didn't mind. It's just if you're going to go through the effort of moving it, it's funny to only move it six inches, (laughs) you know, not to move it somewhere significantly different. Well, here was the other. Why get the chairs reupholstered? Well, I suppose you just don't go to a reupholster and say drill a hole in the leg of a chair. Well, it's funny, too, that he tied in to loop the upholsterer into it, where he's like, okay, here's the deal, upholsterer. I've got a map treasure map in this but i need you to move the treasure map and i'll give you a thousand dollars if you don't tell anyone it's like do not involve the upholsterer like why wouldn't he have just gone to well it wouldn't have been canadian tire but the local hardware store get himself a drill drill a hole in the leg of the old chair yeah and put the map in there that's uh yeah so again yeah it's like this followed the perfect curve where it's like starts off you're like okay i don't quite get all this and then by the end of the episode you're like oh that's actually really neat but then afterward, you're like, wait a second, though. <laughs> but that's fun, too. It's fun to just, like... Yeah, why did he have to do all that? Yeah. <laughs> and if I was one of those crooks and I broke into that girl's apartment and I knew it, there were just those two fancy chairs, I would just take, take the chairs chair. yeah. and go out. Yeah, he's, like, tearing... Well, that's... I mean, it just started off on the wrong foot where the, the goon was cutting up the chairs while this lady's asleep, like, ten feet away. And then he knocks over a lamp, and that wakes her up. But he was not being subtle. No, he was ripping and tearing, and the chair fell over, and then the lamp fell over. But yeah, why not just pick up the chair? It's not like it's a great big sideboard that yeah. you've got to manhandle your way out. Just two little light side chairs. Pick them up, go outside. Yeah. Put them in your car, go somewhere, tear them apart. Yeah, and then if you don't find anything, then, <laughs> yeah, come back and case the joint and whatever. <laughs> Oh, yeah. well, we shouldn't dissect it too much. It was fun to watch. It was well done. Yeah. The photography was really good. The sets were pretty good. Uh, the acting was decent. Um, <laughs> it really was, though. The, uh, they, did it, they did work in the uh, radio wristwatch, but it was the least cool. Like, instead of him just like, you know, like my vision of it is like Tracy hanging off the side of a car with the Tommy gun talking into his thing. <laughs> like, okay, I'll meet you there. Where in this, it was just... His schlubby partner tied up and just desperately trying to maneuver himself just so he can call Tracy, who's also tied up somewhere else. <laughs> it's like, this is a really sad use of the communicator phone. However, if I had watched that show in 1952, I would watch it again. Yeah, sure, why not? Yeah, yeah I'd be waiting for next week to say, I think I'll just tune into Dick Tracy and see what little twist of fate there might be in the show next week. It's cool, too, like those um, wristwatches are so iconic that like, you know, like when the iPhone came out, people were like, oh, it's almost like a tricorder from Star Trek or whatever. Now we have them. Same thing with uh, Apple watches. Those came out, you know, four or five years ago. And uh, and it's just a watch where you can see your email and how much running you did that day and whatever bullshit. But that's what everybody said when those came out. It's like, oh, the Dick Tracy thing is real now, <laughs> you know. <laughs> so, yeah, Dick Tracy, you can't argue with that. Pretty famous. Yeah, which is pretty good when you consider that in 
this century, those things have come to fruition. But in 1931, Chester Gould yeah. had that all figured out there, what you could do with your little watch on your wrist. Yeah. Interesting. Yeah, and it is one of those things, too, with, uh, it's funny to read about the comic strip going to space and stuff, because it's, it's one of those damned if you do, damned if you don't things. Like, I can see why after 30 or 40 years you get tired of doing hard-boiled crime dramas, but that is kind of what you got to do. That's what Dick Tracy is. Like, like what, what we just saw, like, it is Dick Tracy. Can't argue with that. Yeah. You know, there's a... And there will always be crime on Earth to fight, so yeah. really you don't need to go off into outer space and find it in other worlds, because <laughs> yeah. it's all here. And it'll always be here. I wonder how those went, too. Because, yeah, I mean, that is the whole, you know, Dick Tracy's thing is he's just the genius level, you know, Sherlock Holmes. He can put the pieces together or whatever. I wonder what he did in outer space, you know, just like, I can see that the hydrogen canister has had the knob twisted. And this leads to the, I don't know, like, I can't even imagine what what kind of, did he, like, did the criminals go to outer space, too? <laughs> I, I don't know. It's no, just, they just found new ones. I guess. It's like that Buck Rogers that we saw where we watched, was it, it was it Buck Rogers where we watched the movie, too? Yeah, yeah. Yeah, and they went off, and he, he just fit into the new world. Yeah. <laughs> he knew how to run all their machinery. He just took charge. Well, maybe that's what Dick Tracy did, too. He just goes off to other worlds, and there's criminal types there. It doesn't matter that it's another world. He's Dick Tracy. He can just solve anything take care of anything anyway all right one more week down i don't know again i don't know what's up next week because who knows but there we go dick tracy a classic yep and we'll give it a thumbs up yeah especially yeah, and again like yeah, we didn't even know there was this short running show in the 50s and now we know which is again kind of the whole point of this let's yep. <laughs> just learn and about we would definitely watch it again yeah now i'm off to head out into the rain <laughs> just to <laughs> tie up that episode